All right, Matthew, welcome to episode 108 of the Performance Advantage podcast, where we bring sports science to the people. With myself, Dr. Will O'Connor, and Dr. Matt Miller, aka MTB PhD, founder and creator of Breakace, the world's first sensor software combo for managing your braking out on the trails. Today, we're talking racing versus training. Matt's just had a couple of athletes do some pretty big races out on the MTB, and I just completed the Auckland Marathon as of two days ago, and performances were different than training, and so we wanted to get into the science of racing versus training. The Performance Advantage podcast is brought to you by Training Peaks University, where you can get courses delivered by yours truly, Dr. Matt and Dr. Will, on the fundamentals of sports science for endurance coaches, running with power and MTB with power. We don't have a discount code for you because they are crazy good deals at the moment at $99. Jump into Training Peaks University. You can even get both running and MTB power bundles for $159. Check that out. We get a bit of a kickback. Helps us keep bringing content to you. So, so what do you think the difference is between racing and training? Uh... <laughs> well, I, I think it's the reason we started talking about this was we were talking yesterday. My coffee grinder has been down. So this has actually been a sad time at the Millers. So I was like, hey, Will, can you bring me some coffee grounds from your grinder? So I can make some espresso. I'm way tired of making my grinder. You're like, will the sunbeam grind fine? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it turns out it grinds too fine. So we're sitting there, obviously, like Matt has a rocket espresso, and I have a sunbeam. Dude, you just um, you just like you called it espresso. I did. (laughs) (laughs) You can't do that. I can Um, cut it. I edit it. This is why you, you have a sunbeam. It's all right. <laughs> so, right. One day, one day, you know, that it doesn't make better coffee. But anyway, your grinder turns out it's really good. Grinds were too fine. The next time you brought coffee, they were too coarse. So what are you going to do? It wasn't perfect. But we were talking about the latest race, which for you was a marathon. And we're talking about pacing and things like that, where you're like, oh, I could have gone with this group, and I could have gone with this group. And you ended up with a time that was like, well, I was like, why didn't you just go with the slower group? You blew up, man. Or your shoes were too wet or something. (laughs) And then I was also, we had the Waka 100, which is the biggest race in New Zealand. Did did you go to the start? Or the finish? Uh, Not the start. No, I was just there, um, I don't know, during the day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's like three thousand people that do that event. There's like four different starts for adults. It, yeah. It's over it's, two days. Is is a lot of people. So that was in town. Like things were quite busy, but I was like, you know what? I got athletes coming in from like overseas to do this. Like everyone in New Zealand's going to be there. I was like, I better go to the start. And then I was just like, man, this is awesome having racing back. <laughs> In New Zealand, because that one was canceled because of COVID last year. So that was cool. And then obviously after a race, like everyone did great. No one actually targeted this race of the athletes that I work with. But like we had some podiums like in the elites and top tens in the elites, uh, males and females. Yeah. So I was pretty pumped for everyone. And obviously I have have their power files because every athlete that I work with has a power meter on their mountain bike. It's like prerequisite. Like, all right, we can do this. We can work together, but you need a power meter. Like that's <laughs> the deal, basically. So I went back and I was looking at their power files. I was like, you know what? Like this race is so long. You're talking 100 Ks. Takes over four hours. I think it was closer to five for the, the top guys. And in a way, like five hours is a ride. <laughs> kind of right but you got to race it to be in the mix in a way so that that's kind of what led to this whole discussion over bad coffee and we thought well let's stop this discussion now and bring it to podcast form so that way it doesn't like disappear like everything else we talk about (laughs) yeah well if we go to your question matt because i was just writing 
uh, my blog this morning, like a race report. Is that why you were late? No, I was making good coffee. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sunbeam. Uh, and I, um, how do I say, I guess I'm trying to say, is it meant, I know you do, you hate kind of, if I say, oh, it's mental. Um, oh, here we go. But so it was, yeah, I think one of the biggest differences, which I was saying to you and is saying to someone else, um, after the race, because, uh, in the Auckland marathon was pouring with rain like it like torrential atrocious rain uh and it had been all night and we were discussing like i wonder what the effects of this are on your running because like your um for the athletes i work with in the sky in particular i was sitting with like we both had power meters but that doesn't pick up on the rain you know or how heavy your shoes are or anything it's we've discussed this in many other podcasts around that how they measure running power and then heart rate is like it's never going to be really warm on a super rainy day well like in new zealand anyway so maybe your heart rate's not that but there's some effect there how could you account for that anyway so getting into the into the race you're like well at some point you need to make the mental decision to alter your race plan and for me in training that's super easy to do like well, how do you know which way to change it though well someone needs to do a myth buster like this is actually <laughs> probably your job to figure this out as the running science guy you need and like living in new zealand where it basically always rains <laughs> like how many races have you done in the rain like, they asked me that these guys I was in, and i said i don't really think any <laughs> what How's yeah to that, that level of rain no way like like yeah some rain but like drizzle or oh there's a bit of rain out today not like do not go outside because the raindrops are the size of like a gallon of water was it that much it was that much wow I, I, it, you know you know when you're like you're sitting in your car nah, I, I need to get in i need to get inside yeah uh it's not so bad and just from your car to the three meters to get inside you're drenched like head to toe it was like uh, that kind of rain yeah i know those <laughs> uh yeah not ideal not ideal it, it has to slow you down though right like if you slap a puddle right that energy from you is going into the water displacing the water before yeah, you actually make contact with the ground and have to displace like you know your shoe has to contact the ground and then push off and then the um toe off you'd have to think with the surface friction there's not going to be as great yeah surface a... tension yeah tension. it's like yeah. glue like if you drop a, a but if a bug falls into uh, your cup they like can't get up the sides just like a bit sticky is that a good example of surface tension but like you know what it's like if your cup like has Glass. condensation huh? mm. no your cup has condensation and it's on the table and you go to pick it up it's a bit sticky great example mm. ah yeah so that's exactly what your shoes are doing as well so like mm. how much energy is that how much energy is that like, like easily calculable it probably not is. by me I, and and not and not by me about 30 minutes before race start uh you weren't thinking about this the day before you're like oh yeah it'll clear up yes oh. it's actually what i thought i checked like the casual weather i don't really care about the weather you know how some people like my dad every time how's the weather like before he's even said hello like <laughs> why does this matter to our conversation but anyway there's well that's it's... not me that's not my jam so uh, I was like, oh yeah, it might rain. Looks fine. Um, and then apparently it was front page of the newspaper that it was going to be a atrocious weather. It's been a slow week, hasn't it? It's was pretty bad. Um, <laughs> and Matt, I was like under the weather leading like, into the race. Under the weather, under the weather, or like? I was a bit sick. Uh, so like pre-race pre excuse, I like it. 
James and Emma um, picked up a, a gastro bug, and luckily I avoided it, but I was obviously fighting something. Anyway, Matt, I like I, I come out of it day before the race, afternoon, morning. So you're, of the, you're above the weather. I'm above the weather, and I'm thinking, okay, I've I've weathered the storm. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. that. Oh, yeah. And proverbial storm, yes. So despite these two things happening that, that could have could have influenced my ability to output my targets i kind of just got into the race and was running my my targets yeah so this is this is what i find weird right so you someone invited you to the 230 group i didn't even realize runners do this they like text each other like i don't know if it's weeks or months or hours before like hey bro we're gonna do this time like, I guess then it's at that point you decide who you're going to hang out with for the rest of the race. And yeah. yeah, and after, I don't know. I don't know how you guys do it. Because in my running experience at the one park run that I've done, it was... No one invited you? No, no. I didn't... <laughs> yeah, I didn't get invited to anything before or after. I just, well, I was with you, so you were waiting for me. Um, where was I going with that one? I'm not actually sure. So, oh yeah, yeah. So you were invited to to the two thirty group, and you're like, nah, too fast. So you weren't ready for that two thirty on that day. Yeah. And then you were also invited to the two forty group, and you're like, nah, too slow. <laughs> which, which I find like that is a small amount of time. Like, so what I said, why don't you just run with the two forty group? And then go faster at the end. Because you're finishing time. Now I know you slowed down at the end. You hit the wall or something. And uh, But your time was like 2.39? Yeah, 2.39.49. So like 2.40. <laughs> Almost exactly 2.40. <laughs> but you didn't want to go with them. You instead decided to run on your own. Yeah, so I'll talk through the logic of that, and you can kind of think through how this would relay to um, some of the the guys and girls you had in the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Okay, so I've uh, you know I've trained specifically for this race. My big workouts have been targeted for this race. I'm hitting the the numbers are telling me, and would tell any like coach who uses the same kind of system as me like yeah you're good for a low 230 wait 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 what system are you talking about are you talking about training peaks because is that a yeah oh i just meant like uses running power and and pace and oh. heart rate okay like because if you just go yeah like just i use a a large workout and take the back quarter of the workout to see how sustainable that work was across the the block of work okay well the reason i asked is because we literally just <laughs> experienced the new training peaks ui like yes. it literally just made like came live like as we were talking just before we, we recorded this podcast i was like whoa this looks it's just actually mostly a different color and like slightly <laughs> larger icons but it just looks it looks good. Like nice work training peaks. It looks good. And you know, it's very top of my mind because we're like so focused on UI for break ace because like you saw, you saw our new mobile app. It's looking dope. We went for dark mm. theme. Dark theme. And obviously I've gone for peaks, light theme. Yeah. Which can you change I, it? I don't know. Yeah. I that because generally they allow you to when they when they I do don't, that. I don't see Actually, that. Actually, next episode, Matt, we can do um big moves to 2023 because i've been talking to koros and uh big moves uh, yeah i really what, and, what, what and do they call it um apple apple um oh. apple are making gum like there's just everyone's going in quite different directions in the running um or just actually sports tech space um yeah, yeah. and so and it maybe is... you've had your big meeting oh yeah maybe we can talk about that one by then I mean, we technically we could talk about it now, but I don't want to <laughs> be that guy. Uh, can, can I just say, like, 
It's a pretty big energy drink. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, you can't. Um, the uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, like it actually is a super exciting time to be like a sports technologist because like there's so many cool things happening, and it's never gonna stop. Like this this train is running, and like sports technology, like you better hop on now. Like honestly. Like, you're the person running behind the train being like, wait for me. Like, it's just going to pick up speed and, like, it'll be gone before you know it. So, Matt. Real, real talk. Using these, uh, all these technologies, I had, um, and my understanding of, of the human body, also important. Uh, I was like, I can run low, low 230s. 2.30 mid, if it was, like, not the best day. That was, so, um, that pace or power output for, like, a 2.35 marathon was so comfortable. Like, I could definitely, if I wasn't having the best day, I figured that would that would still be in line. And below that, um, I was, I was, you know, in the, uh, definitely tempo. It was definitely, like, lactate tested. So, 2.40 is, is literally too easy. Three, two forty was literally too easy. Mm-hmm. Like I could. Go on. Um, so you're more of like a two thirty nine forty nine guy. Yeah, like that's more of <laughs> I was trying to. It was not not easy. It was not easy. So anyway, Matt, I had my numbers. Yeah. Okay. Like it's and so with um with your riders, you would have had power numbers. Yeah. Right. You said you can climb this. Yeah. Okay, and then if you had said go twenty watts slower than that, they would have been like, "That's pretty easy." Yep, I got that a lot, actually. You know, so and and so this is the same thing with me, right? Like, why don't you run six seconds per k slower? I'm like, that's <laughs> so cruise. That's like cruisy. That's weird um, because to me, six seconds is like. I don't know. It just feels like that is no such a small difference. It is. It is. How many watts um, difference is that actually? If you 10. go from like Oh wow. So you can huh. It's it's probably 10 to 15. Yeah. It's about 3% at my speed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if you're talking threshold and then add or subtract 10 watts. You're like, okay, I can I can feel that. Yeah, so my power, my range was 240, uh, 340 watts to 360 watts, right? Which which gave me uh, pretty much a, a low 330 minute per K to like just above 340 um, minutes per K. And a, a 235 is like 340 minutes per K. And so... I go out there and um, I'm doing my thing, right? First, first, and I have five k segments on my, um, on my watch, so I get an average. You know, I'm not looking at like every k because it's it's pretty hilly through the start. And I go, I go through, three fifty watts, heart rate in in zone three, hundred and sixty odd beats, standard, um, three forty seven. So like a little bit slower, but I knew that section was slower. My power's good. It's all good. Next one um through to 10k so now we're like just over half an hour in and my heart rate is like at the upper end of zone three so like cresting into zone four so getting into that like just sub threshold range but my numbers are good again like 350 watts pace was like three 336 minutes per k feeling good not my best day because like i you know it's it's raining i'm by myself uh, i'd been a little sick like but I, I was like i'm having a good day i'm happy like everything's cruising right next one was from 10k to 15k slight downhill like a one percent downgrade i'm running low 330s powers 350 heart rate is now 175 average for the 5k segment okay so if you were if you were doing this in training yeah. What would you be thinking? Oh, bit high. Slow down. 
Okay. And, but since you were racing, what did you do? I said, oh, bit high, slow down. And I thought, feel good. Feel good. <laughs> okay. Difference number one between racing and training is that you get that, like, nothing feels hard. Like, nothing feels too hard. This is, so this is, this is what I'm saying, where this is psychology. And you draw in, you know what I was drawing in? Experiences of when my heart rate had been high and I had raced well, right? Mm -hmm. And ignored the 99% of the other times my heart rate had been too high. <laughs> and so, I had ignored it and the same occurrence had occurred, yeah. right? But, so I'm in, I'm in my, I feel good and I'm power and pace are good, right? I'm not, I'm not overdoing anything in terms of like that, but my heart rate's high, right? It's, Do you find that be... it's every race you have a high heart rate? Have you ever like no. done a race no. and been like, oh, wow, I'm surprised my heart rate was low for that power, a barring like an extended duration because that always happens. Um, no, mine's like, I've done enough now, Matt. Like it's, I just know. Do you? No. I mean, you're telling me like. Yes, mm, I don't. I don't. No. <laughs> I make the same. <laughs> I make the same mistakes. But um, so it's always higher than training, but the limits remain the same. Yeah, if that makes sense. So like, where I might start on on your average Saturday or Sunday, and I go out to do my workout, and it's like low, but then after thirty minutes, if it's a big workout, you know, it creeps up to where it and stabilizes but then in a race at the start yeah i'm high right like you're you're amped you've had a little more caffeine you got the race start it's just maybe you've, you've warmed up a bit more than you normally would because you normally just go do your workout you know you're just getting it done yeah um, classic and so but then after half an hour it's your heart rate is what it is after half an hour for me anyway um except and, in racing Or if I'm ignoring it. <laughs> um, so, so except in racing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but in other races, I've like, uh, I ran a, a 238 at, at Rotorua last year. I didn't even look at my heart rate. Yeah. You know, I just looked at my outputs and how I felt. And um, because, you know, we've, we've, we've got that episode that's really popular about the five myths of heart rate training. Yeah. Um, and, because we know how temperamental it is. This is all playing in my head. Like, I know, just don't go over 170 in the first hour. Like, just don't do it. Just, yeah. you're going to burn too much carbs. And then also, um, it was uh, it was wet and I had been sick. So I should, I should have Should have ran with a 240 group. Uh, we, did we just say the same thing? <laughs> Jinx. Okay. But anyway, so, I... Yeah. Um, there's my mistake, right? And then Didn't run it's so early on in in the race, and I've got enough justification for why this is all good. Like I feel good, my numbers are fine. This is one number that's a bit high. It's not crazy, and it didn't, you know. So I one seventy five for that five k block. Go run over the bridge, down the other side of the bridge, thinking like this needs to. I need to rein it in one seventy four. So. I didn't, it's stable, you know, like, and I'm looking, yeah. I'm always looking for that. It's a steady state. It's not, I, I it's not trending up, you know, like yeah. I was, it, I felt like I was in control, but then, then the next. Okay. Block, so bar, barring a play by play every 5k of your 40k event, <laughs> if you wanted to go and run a 239, 49 marathon in the rain, what would you do differently than what you did in the actual race? Like if, you like if I wanted to go do it this weekend, like, I do it this weekend. Okay, that's, that's, a bit sore. that's not that's not the actual question. So yes, next okay. month, if you yeah. wanted to go do it, what would you do differently? If you wanted to run a two thirty nine forty nine, would you just start slower? <laughs> cool. Uh, that's. I guess that is the answer, isn't it? You'd still yeah, eat. Yeah, but I didn't eat. want to run a two thirty nine. Oh, uh, what well, what were you going for? Like, what was? I like... just told you. Were you? Are you? No, on no. The same you didn't say what. You didn't say yes, which number. I said I want to go. I said low two thirties. 
to a 230 mid yeah, was like why why did you not start with a 230 group then is the other question well that's too fast wow like low 230s like two minutes is over a marathon is still like two seconds per k on average like that's you you know that's like you taking just just taking 10 seconds off your 5k time just like thinking it's nothing but that's you would love I, to yeah I just, I just can't relate at all well so. you think about um someone's you think about your your threshold like your threshold power and you're like oh just go five watts above that for two and a half hours <laughs> like oh can i not so like i knew low 230 so like a 232 was going to be best case scenario like i'm having a mint day everything's going well 230 mid was going to be the the go right so a 235 and a 230 is way different really how how like this is this five minutes seem, that's like, doesn't two and seem and like hours. anything because i think the the reason i find it's like the so difficult is like that you start the marathon and you know exactly what pace you need to run at to hit the exact time that you want and it's like yeah. like from the start you have utmost control you couldn't have more control because there's no single track there's no one slowing you down that i can imagine although yeah. i might be wrong it's like you can pace like you could have the best negative splits ever the problem like one you're not on a treadmill yeah so you, you're on a real world road that is in new zealand it's besides one race we have in new zealand it's never flat right there's corners you got to get aid stations there's it's just generally rolling there's wind uh there's downhills so you're you're always going to fluctuate in a 10 second bandwidth like 10 seconds per k so whatever your goal is you're uh -huh. going to be if you have your um if you have your time uh so whatever it is if it's four minutes k's you're going to have to be uh 355 up to a 405 it's just where you're going to float generally right um and the impacts of like the the eccentric loading muscle damage that occurs after running for 30 kilometers for you just think okay i'll speed up now <laughs> regardless if you have the energy you might not have the neurological and like mechanical ability to do that because you've just regardless of if you were running five seconds slow or five seconds faster your muscle damage is the same if you went but, out and you but, did uh a 30k run at tempo would you be able to speed up at the end and like how much would you be able to speed up in training have you done like a run like that because we do that a lot actually that's like a real that's one yeah of the, i did i did workouts. like i um so my last big workout was a 30k marathon pace run and i sped up at the end so i sped up to like a um yeah like a, a two low low uh 330s it's like a 230 marathon pace right so, yeah so i see what you're saying now yeah so it is doable um, well it is doable i guess us uh, so, <laughs> so but what i was but anyway matt what i was um i was on for for my like you know um slower goal right than the 235 230 mid pace hoping i would speed up to a low 230 pace right not trying to like because if i sit at um i don't know how long you're expecting me to run at the with the 240 group let's say 30 k's right so now i've got to find what like seven minutes over 10 days it's not gonna happen uh, that sounds not doable not doable matthew what sounds doable for you but you could make faster? a 10 seconds that's almost a guarantee oh yeah but we're not like i did so let's just describe what happened okay so i'm on pace 
for for a two thirty five until twenty five k's, and then I slow, and I slow to just under four minute per k, and so I lose about five minutes over the last four minutes, pretty much over the last um, seventeen k's of the race. Right, so 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 there that happened. Yeah. Okay. Now, I guess um. So I was on and then I didn't have the best days. Whatever I, I ignored, like whatever happened, I pretty much just burnt through too much carbs too early, ignored my heart rate. Went Even though you were like day. taking in 100 grams per hour. 100 grams per hour. And um, yeah, and so whatever, whatever, whatever happened, happened. And, um, and so I ended up with 239. If I was going out for 239, I would have ran with the, when I got 239 the very first time a few years ago, I ran even split. Like, you can have a look. It was, like, as even as it could be. Um, I sped up maybe, like, five seconds over the se – my second half was, like, five or ten seconds faster than my first half. Um, <clears throat> and why would I have gone slower at the start? Well, uh, you... when I when I technically was going slower, for I was like at the end of my range, and then I was hoping to speed up. Like, and my training suggested I could do that. So why would I have gone so much slower? I know why I should have, based on the factors leading into the event, but takes. Imagine the kind of confidence that you'd need the day before, being like, "Nope, this is what I'm doing." Because you now know that based on the evidence, this is the best way to do it. But there's no way to compare it to like the other possible outcome in the other universe that you don't see. So the other in the other universe, you ran, uh, you know, the parallel universe. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You ran like yeah, perfect, yeah. and you got like a two thirty nine, thirty nine. Right, you went faster. No, I like I hit um. Well, I mean, the thing, like, yeah, I was slightly above, and then I just hurt more, but I don't slow. You know, like, sometimes you can just get away, you can just, it's not like I was, you know, my, from, my heart rate stayed in the mid-170s until, like, until 30Ks. So once I hit the mid-170s at 10Ks, for the next 20Ks, it stayed there, stayed exact, like, pretty much exactly the same. So. And then I just slowed by 20 seconds a K. Not even that kind of 15, but over 15 Ks, that makes, like, it, make, it makes a big difference. So um, yeah. there's the parallel universe where I just get away with that, right? I do have a good day. And I just am able to just push that limit just ever so slightly. Um, that happens, which has yeah. happened in the past as well. Uh, when I won a, a 50k race, holy moly, my heart rate was like averaged 180 for the whole race. <laughs> yeah, this is why I don't really like looking at heart rate and why I don't think it's, I know you think it's like really good to look at, but it just varies so much. Nah, and... not in, not like, yeah, in your mountain biking and cycling and stuff, but in a steady state, like you said, in running. No, you just told in... me it's always different. I'd... It no, is. I'm... Because it is like oh, it, it, it is, but it's it's hardly ever to the point where you can completely ignore it. Like the trends are the trends there. Like in that race that I won, that fifty k race, I still blew. I just managed. Like I could have raced that better if I had not. Oh man, that was the most painful. One of the most painful races of my entire life. I did a gel with one k to go because I was cooked. <laughs> absolutely cooked ended up only winning by like one minute so yes i had a super high heart rate but i could have done it more effectively um yeah okay and that's, that's where you don't learn as much when when like the result is good well this is where that new chorus metric is it, is it like a public metric yeah 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 okay so, uh, was it effort pace or like pace. if you're running up a hill it grades your pace based on say five minute case we'll get into that another time but that i think that's where that'll be really handy way better than heart rate 
has to be. Well, the thing, but I have running power. It's, I'm telling you, like, the, my numbers were the same. But so let's say I ignore heart rate completely. Yeah. I still would have or should have made adjustments down. Like, this is the difference in training, right? You, you just accept you're having a shit day, right? You don't, because there's no outcome to attach to. And while I shifted my goals to like um, being process focused, is why I still had to like, I had such a good time, loved the event, not upset about the result. Like it was, it was awesome. Love it. Like being able to race marathon is just cool. So, but you still have that outcome, right? I still had those time goals, which I knew I was capable of. I trained towards to in training you like, so that 30 K run that I did that last big workout, I was like, Oh man, I feel is the end of the build. You know, I was like, I feel let's just see what happens today. You know, I'm definitely starting at the back end of my numbers because I do not want the session to go bad. I still know, I know the effectiveness of this workout is to build for the, for the race. You know, this anyway, detached from the outcome, but in the race, you're like, well, like you're here now, you don't get a chance next week. This isn't training. This is, this is racing. And so to go, look, well, today's not, you've look at all these reasons why this is a slower day and why your numbers should be back end yeah. or like 5% lower, um, which in the end would have had my heart rate lower if you, you know, but we're ignoring that because we're mad. And we don't um, like heart rate. I'm and, looking at actually heart rate for the walk 100 of two rides open at the moment. Okay. And, so uh, can you tell me about, um, so I don't know, Matt, what, what are you taking away from, from that? Okay, here's one of the ways that I approach endurance events for mountain biking. So generally you have hills, which are the hard effort, and then you have downhills, which are the recovery. So this is where you miss the point with running, where you don't get any recovery on your downhills. They can actually be more damaging despite being... No, I, I do know that. I do know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Because you're just like, oh, just speed up. Anyway. Keep going, keep going. You, but as you said, it is possible. So actually, I look forward to your, to your report on when you do that in the next one, because that sounds like a, that'd be a fun chat. So like if I told you to go out and do to ride at threshold up a hill 10 times, yep. you could. Yep. Or even like 20 hills. And you'd be like, whoa, by the time I did that 10th one, that was really hard. That was like really hard. By the time I did that 20th one, that was all I could manage. And maybe I slowed down a little bit. But like roundabout threshold, you can you could do it. Yeah, so you gave, just, you gave you just me can. 330. You gave me 330 watts. And yeah. Then, and then I was like threshold. cooked. And then you gave me 300 watts or to 310. I'm like, oh, sweet. Phew, this is going to be a bit easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, gotcha. that's unfortunately not what happens in most races for most people. For a lot of people, just because they go out a little bit hard. So, here's what you have. You have, like, basically three types of racers. Three types of racers. You have the ones going for the win. Wait, can you just, what What are we talking, what kind of race are we talking about here? But any, any race. <laughs> Because it is, let's see, let's, you tell me if this applies. So you have any, any race, any race. Yeah. Um, so you have the, the people going for the win, right? Yep. You're racing. You're legit racing. Like you're fighting neck and neck for the win. Yeah. So you have to go when someone else goes, basically. Mm, okay. More or less. Then you have uh, the people who get caught up in the start. And they're racing off the line just because everyone's racing off the line they're not they know that they're not there for the win they're there for their best effort but they get caught up yeah in in that first bit and they have to slow down later guaranteed everyone everyone have, like not have, like forced to yeah they have no option but to go <laughs> slower because so that's everyone uh that's most people then there there are other people who have like planned out their pacing perfectly 
and they're they're riding a sustainable pace from the start. Not you. <laughs> that was me. That was me. When? What, what was not? What was? I'm telling you, what was not sustainable about what I? Well, the fact that doing. you didn't sustain it is, I guess, <laughs> it, in a way, it's like you, you have to be like retrospective. But if I showed it. if I showed you my training and you're like, well, what what isn't sustainable about this numbers? You could do this two weekends in a row for 30 k's and speed up. Why couldn't you do it? That's fine. Fresh? If, if you anyway. if you think you fit in that box, that's okay. You can define. You can fit whatever box you want. It's your life. So you that those are the three boxes that I see. So box one, when they're racing, you sometimes go hard, sometimes go slow. Sometimes it's easier than you expect. Sometimes it's harder than you expect. And since you're fighting for the win, you just kind of need to be there. The problem with that kind of uh, racing tactic is you have to slow down if you've gone too hard, and you don't know when that's going to happen. Right, so we see that. So if I look at this file, it's like racing, racing, racing. Wow, that's incredible power. And then on the one long climb, we're, we're talking tempo now. Yeah, so it's the same as me, right? Like I, I didn't like blow to the point I'm walking. Yeah. It's like, wow, this is all going well. Oh, okay. Now, yeah. yeah, that's exactly it. And it's one of those things like, you know, if you're in it to win it, you in a way like you you kind of need to be there otherwise it's just way too hard way too fast that you're not gonna catch up like but you're so mentally. with this this guy um you're Insane going guy. well it is what's <laughs> 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 well, it's a 50 50 shot no, it is, is true. Maybe, yeah. um so how can you how how can you not say that you just you know his his physiology is what has been shown in his training how can you say go with the group until because what i do a lot with all of my athletes is go this is the limit for this part of the race because generally it's like i mean sure we're doing um you know we're doing running it's 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 different it's more of a measured effort but it's like here's the ceiling here is your ceiling effort how can you not like even though someone's going for the win it's still like that's not 100 percent. that's not sustainable it's really we, those are always discussions that we have but it's really hard to like this this is an impossible thing to test so if i just i didn't um there's no there's no um you have no context as to what has happened with this file right i've just said here's a file and you and then you look at it and you highlight the first hour and you can see you can see the buckets right of of time and power yeah. and stuff like that you're gonna what are you gonna say yeah well the obvious like takeaway from that is oh yeah you slowed down because you went too hard but this is an impossible thing to test so if you're talking um no, oh, actually it, yeah it is in a race situation it's really really hard because racing dynamics racing isn't about being the fittest racing is about coming yeah across yeah the line no first. that's fair that's fair so there are times where you could make up time where it's not necessarily related to power there are times where you might have a low power which looks like good pacing but that's simply because you were behind someone and drafting right something like that so you you can't see that so the only way to test this is to have this race and then on another day at an exact same level of fitness ride every single climb at the prescribed power and see how fast you do it so you need the exact same conditions basically it's well, really hard to really hard to yeah do. but you should have a like pretty like especially you and um people you've worked with for a long time have a pretty well established idea of what is possible over quite a long duration and so i'm thinking with this matt is where like because you also part of the dynamic is you don't know when everyone else is going to slow down right so yeah. maybe the race as a whole slows down 
um and so you're you're in it and then you're like these numbers are oh, this is but then the whole race everyone's everyone's hurt so everyone's looking around like you do some work now you and so now you're good right you're recovering it's it's fine but there would i would have to think in a race like that there should be a point at which you're like okay i'm two hours in and these these numbers are still high now i know by that point these numbers are too high and if anyone is going to slow i will catch them because i just need to drop a little bit like how long do you try and stay in the race like yeah first hour who knows how this is going to play out kick it but then there must be a point at which you need to make and this is what i'm talking about where i needed to make a decision so this guy or the girl or i don't even um whoever's file you're looking at at some point there should be like not nah, this is this part of the racing is now like intellectual <laughs> like who is going to apply themselves better than saying like well i'm just going to keep hanging until i can't hang anymore knowing like knowing after a couple of hours like i can't do this yeah well that's most people's strategy but also like i think you need to keep in mind how difficult it is to follow what you're saying because you didn't do it a few days ago no 100 percent. Like, it's it is very difficult so hard it's and yeah. this is the this is the biggest part it's and it's why probably a majority the the three types you said is a bell curve right so you have the people going for the win which is like no one right and then you have the people who are like i'm good today this is what i'm doing this is cool i'm going with the 240 group because weather's a bit shit. i've been a bit under weather but all good and then you've got the people in the middle who are like i'm racing today <laughs> well it's a it's a race i'm gonna do everything totally different than i've ever done before let's but go not, nah not totally different like there is some of those people right who are just i passed a couple of people in the first like 20 minutes you know so there's those people um who are like what was what were you thinking but then there's the people right like me who are like hmm i'm just a little bit over <laughs> it right or there's the people like you probably had some in the race where you go oh um this is a fast start like you're like slow down oh i'll just get through this single track and then i'll i'll just get up this climb and then i'll do the descent so i'm in a good space and then oh i'll just and now sorry if that plane is really loud oh yeah i can hear it above my house too. my jet off, off <laughs> uh the so the like, other ones around the corner the ones that are on like the opposite end of the bell curve the ones that pace it perfectly and it's doable i used to do this we had this 50 mile mountain bike race series and most of the climbs were like gravel climbs and then there was like lots of gnarly rocky single track and you could if you went really slow in the gnarly single track then you lost a lot of time so i was like well once i had my power meter i was like well i know what to do i know what how to pace this i just ride at threshold on every climb because in a race riding at threshold feels not too hard because you expect to be like really suffering so on every climb i would just set it like bang on my power bang on my power i'd ride at that and uh just from the start that's it and then slowly but surely i reeled people in and actually it didn't even take that much time to reel people in like maybe um the first third of the race because everyone just went too hard i was so fresh for the single track by riding at threshold i was like yep sweet caught him so and i always finished really strong even at the end of these 50 miles i was able to ride at threshold up every single climb and it just it actually felt easy the entire time until you get to the end and like you're really suffering but during that time you're really able to focus on like your fueling eating drinking um you know making sure you're taking smooth lines on all the gravel uh you can play a little bit of race tactics by staying out of sight on the road sections and things like that and you can just generally ride to your ability and we know that like most competitions that we do beside like obviously road cycling is not a time trial but marathons mountain bike races mostly are time trials so you got to like get the most out of yourself that you can so it is doable to ride so i have a power file in front of me like nicely executed we have these power windows to kind of stay in and uh is yeah just like a perfect execution 
which so it's doable for like a good result as well so that's someone else that's not this guy i'm like looking at a more. bunch of power files actually i'm not oh, saying yeah. who anyone is no <laughs> no but you just said there's one guy who ended up writing tempo at the end i didn't say guy i just i am looking so one person ended up writing tempo at the I, end but another person wrote threshold at the end and another person also had yeah so it kind of doesn't matter the point is like you can write a threshold but that is insanely hard to do mentally to like basically let people get out of sight at the end matt i've like you yeah and yeah oh the, there's um you know i did the run walk experiment yeah why don't you do that anymore because how um, fast did you run a marathon for run walk uh 245 but that was like my capabilities that was like five years ago so when you're slow uh, um yeah uh, um that's 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 really hard psychologically yeah um that's that's really i high. love i love the run walk actually we have like this really old youtube video where we talk about your run walk it, was, it has to be more than five years ago well no that was no that was 2017. oh wow okay um, um we had yeah that is like fifty thousand views <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, it was, it's just keeps i know it's like oh you're here uh, yeah it was great i didn't use shampoo at that time i was like in this kick of like yeah i don't use shampoo natural cool yeah uh Vegan. why um racing and training the the difference is psychological that is the difference like oh you're on my page you see not psychological in that going over this mental barrier will allow you to unlock the secret level you didn't know about psychological in the fact that if if you are racing suddenly you think you can do things that you never did right so it's almost it's like reverse superman effect like it's the 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 non-superman effect like you know actually remember just because it's a race you are not suddenly superman i you know i just i like i just released the um blog and uh video and podcast on 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 that with the running with dr will like on pacing like you started too hard bro oh. and um <laughs> egg on my face but like i said i was there was nothing in my numbers that would have been like that was dumb you know like from training to i mean it uh yeah i can't i don't need to defend myself to you like i yeah whatever but matt so going to that run walk so i did the experiment and i'll just give you super quick cliff notes otherwise go back and listen to that episode um 245 run walk 243 running non-stop slightly different courses five weeks apart so i ran faster non-stop my conclusion there, like looking at my power and everything was exactly what you said, Matt, like run, walk, just act, acted as the psychological fail safe for bad pacing. So like when I did, when, when I'd been paced the, the marathon perfectly, my 243, then I ran nonstop power wise, because the courses were slightly different. I was like, even right. So a 243 and a 245 on a slightly slower course with the run walk, it was like even. And that was the conclusion, like you're saying, like there's strategies you can do to implement better <laughs> pacing. I got really distracted because I went on uh, the Performance Advantage podcast YouTube page. We're almost at 500 subscribers, actually. Um, 498. That run walk one, we look ridiculous. Actually, I look ridiculous. But it does have 17,000 views. And you're right, five years ago. Um, yeah, so, yeah, check that one out. I think I think you should do another run walk. I really do. Because, like, you got a lot of publicity for that. And publicity, like, how good, right? No such thing as bad publicity unless you have hair like that <laughs> uh the other actual thing so we did a, a low-key super d race the other so day. this is matt but like this is your 
go ride threshold every climb. Yeah, no like, one's no one's going to do it. I mean, actually, well, someone did it and it worked great. So that was cool. So try it. Like if you're listening, how try hard? It. How hard? Like I got to the first aid station, and the this is when I did run walk, and the people said, "Are you all right?" <laughs> I got to I got to thirty k, ten k's to go, and Emma was like, "Hmm." Yeah, but there's a difference when someone asks you, I are you all second. right? I passed three people in the last like four Ks. Yeah, I don't know why you don't do it anymore. If someone's asked, you, are you all right? And you're like, no. You're like, and someone asks, are you all right? And you're like, yep, yeah, sweet. And you're like cruising. Like you got a real swagger about you. So the other um, difference between racing and training is like going downhill, which pacing again, like is crazy. So the break case boys were here. Like they were hard out, like programming, hacking into the middle, not hacking because they're like, it's their own thing. They, yeah, they know what they're doing. Hacking just makes it sound like more badass because you're doing it like late at night and you're solving all these problems. And to them, it's what like crunch. Oh, I don't know. I was like I'm already tired and as asleep, but like they solved some amazing problems and they like see it as a game. Like, well, here's a bug. I feel great now that I fixed it. And then like, to start working on another bug and next thing you know it's like midnight whereas when i'm in the dungeon building sensors i'm just like i can't build anymore my back hurts my eyes hurt i've inhaled way too much gas fumes of glue and things but anyway we did this low-key super d race all of us together with break ace and it was the first time we got to use it together it was like honestly like best feeling ever yeah i went around there as they were high-fiving <laughs> thumb slapping chest bumping it was yeah. like what have i walked in on like, we basically ignored you. <laughs> I was like, I'm here's your coffee grinds. I'm gonna get out of here. Thanks, Rusty. <laughs> but it was really so like the crazy thing is I know, I absolutely know that if I pedal really hard and go down a downhill, that I'm gonna get tired and ride sloppy. It happened, like, and I can see all like I can see my practice runs down this trail, I can see my race run, and I was like I was in such pain at the bottom of this like five minute run that like my feet hurt. You know, that's you like know, how you know. I know. And it's just crazy because I had the GoPro on and I was talking to myself like while I was doing it. I was like, why am I so out of breath? I like I wasn't out of breath here when I was not racing and I went like almost as fast. But like so for going downhill, there's a huge difference between racing and just riding. But there's never like a huge difference in time and suddenly we get this pressure and we're like need to go fast so obviously like you can measure your pedaling power mirrors existed this is why we made brake aces because like everyone's screwing up their descending races like and no one knows where to get faster when they're going downhills like okay now we have a way to like like actually measure that so i can go back and i can see this in all those rods i'm like i'm still struggling to do it the right way you but, literally, you literally invented a way to stop doing what you are still doing. That's sad. That is <laughs> sad. bad salesing. Like this will give you all the information you need to ignore. I literally wrote a book about it. <laughs> I, wrote a book about it. <laughs> I still do I wrote, it. I wrote, like my whole, like all of my blogs or like most of my content, most of our content is like, train slow start easy finish fast it's like those are some of our our sayings and like yeah how often do we get called called into it it's yeah well I, so okay here here's my challenge to myself and to you so for you next time run walk for me at the next low-key super d november coming up oh today's the first of november wow so it's coming up in like uh, i think three weeks i'm gonna start easy it's on a trail i love box of birds you're going to come because you might as well. And uh, you won't have any marathons going on. Uh, Rowan will be here. We're going to like analyze our braking and we're going to like start slow, finish strong because there's a long pedal at the end. And then, yeah, obviously for you, run, walk, and we'll have to report back. Not like uh, that 5K training plan I did. We never reported back. And people are still hitting me up about <laughs> the 5K race I didn't do. So, um, well. But Matthew... Where, where does it, um, where do you need to make the reassessment? Because I've done run, walk, and failed. 
as well because and the exact same thing uh that happened that happened on sunday where i was good you know i i, I definitely wasn't going too fast i was doing run walk and it got really hot and then i was like i made bad decisions in the moment of staying to my outputs right and i and i got over and i cooked myself right and then like like i'm saying for um for sunday you as as my coach we've got our numbers i'm at the back end of them i'm on and my heart rate is yeah a little bit high but it's stable for about an hour but then i drop you know nothing crazy i want to go 230 mid and i've gone to 239 like but i could have made a better in in my reporting of it i could have made a better decision earlier right but but i wasn't i didn't do anything crazy you know i didn't go with the 230 group and i yeah like i was so you know with with any of these people of of your people um that were racing it's like what do you say to them for the not so good days because they happen yeah most of them end up being explainable by like most of them end up being explainable i think for yours especially yours is a little bit different because you have a little bit more homework to do where you need to actually look at the effects of rain and wet streets so if you looked into that you would, ma would maybe know a little bit more about what to do like obviously with cycling or mountain bike power power is power for the most part so we are pretty good with that but you had wet streets and you were soaking wet so you should look into the effects of that because that might be your answer there and we, i don't think you can rule it out until you actually know but i'm talking about so um anyone from from the other weekend of the of the walker 100 you know they they're good that everything's gone as well as it could and in, in the real world which is never perfect you get in and uh you're racing you're in an hour you know it's it's what like kind of five to seven hours depending on your ability for for a lot of the top end and then your hour and then you go you know you know it's not your day how like do you talk them through that like how do you how do you make that decision because that's the hardest decision or how do you readjust from being you know accidentally being in the middle that middle of that bell curve of like oh, i'm racing today to be like shit i'm yeah. not this is you know do you it's a crapshoot honestly i find that it's crapshoot if you're riding above threshold which is by definition unsustainable you don't know what day that's going to feel easy you can do everything in your power to make sure that it feels easy on the day by not having as much fatigue built up but really like if you dig deep you don't know what day that's going to feel good and that that's like obviously a problem so we only we focus on things we can control like you know the difference between like riding at 600 watts and riding at 500 watts is a huge difference in time up a steep pinch but uh and you know it's the difference between a good and a bad day and yeah you just kind of never know because it yep. all actually looks good you know 500 watts is a lot and 600 watts is a lot so uh it's it's well, definitely hard to hard to say well actually because matt if i just give you my um the end power number it was 242 oh 342 so remember my range was 340 to 360 was my target range nailed it so um that's what i mean like you don't know what day you're having and i think because i didn't have the horrible day like i slowed sure but i think um the the heart rate i could have made 
a better decision. But then, like I'm saying, I could have just got away with it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. how do you, how do you, I should, but I should have taken the, the data points I had that no coach could give you of like, I th of, you know, the wet day and the leading and just being like the bottom. Right? It's where I ended up anyway, but I could have executed, I could have potentially sped up at the end, like you're saying. Um, yeah. Well, run walk it is. Uh, yeah. Well, let's end it here. And let's just say, like, uh, obviously, if you are interested in, in power, which obviously we love power, check out our power meter courses. So you can get them on performanceadvantagepodcast.com or on Training Peaks University. And actually, we have some pretty sweet bundles on Performance Advantage. I'm not a, like indirect competition with Training Peaks. That's what you said at the beginning. But you can get them at both places. It's the same course. So, well, uh, we have our masterclass that's only available on our website, which is the most popular. Yeah. So, so check those out because we like really make all these complex metrics like really easy to to understand. So, go check. Yeah, out. I think for um, if you're going, you guys keep talking about knowing your numbers and like all the stuff. Like that's where to find them. Just on our websites, we talk about a whole bunch other episodes. It's like that'll show you where and what you need to be hitting. Um, and training and racing to to, <laughs> to not do hopefully what we have do. a good day yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool all, all right, right guys till next time catch you later